Hey girl, we need to talk. Ready when you are, bro. Hey guys, welcome to Filipino Bratwurst, and this is your boy John, and right next to me is the all-American boy, German Liu. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All-American, is it American Boy by, I forgot the name of the singer. But um, I, I know her, no. Estelle or something? Yeah. You be my American boy, American boy. Hey sister, it's really <laughs> nice to meet you. Who that is about? Ooh. Yeah. Nice song. I yeah. like it. Girl, today we're going to be talking about family and we're going to compare what a Filipino family is like versus a German family because you know us, we like we like we so just hardworking. We start from the bottom and then we like work our way to the top. And for the Germans, it's like middle class, you know? <laughs> and then yeah, Leo can give us a perspective on how that works, how would, it's like. Would you consider yourself a power bottom if you rise to the top? Oh my goodness, Leo, you can't do this shit. <laughs> it's about family. You can't talk about sexual. No one knows what it's we're talking. About. <laughs> you know, we got gay listeners, so no, we don't. and it's in pop culture. You're the only now. gay person in the world. Girl, that's not gonna work out then. <laughs> It's not gonna work out for me if that's the case. You know, we talked about that. If, if grandma's afraid, you know, you can't reproduce by yourself. <laughs> yeah. Family, I'm sorry. Family. I'm sorry. What kind of living situation you guys had? I, I want to get an insight on this. And especially the traditions that you guys had in your house. And then I want to tell you about some of mine that might be interesting to you. There's so many points where we can just point out the privilege. <laughs> I mean, there's already, already now you said our traditions. Our tradition was to work hard, first of all, so we have food on our table. <laughs> I, I won't highlight that shit. Don't worry. It's fine. That's a tradition in our house. <laughs> it's to share with each other and so keep us warm. Yeah, my mama would call, would call us like, can you put your stomach on, on the telephone so I can hear how hungry you are, how much food I got to bring? That, that was a tradition. Just kidding. And our tradition was to, to take the food and just throw it out the window because we had so much of it. <laughs> Yeah, and we your, wrap it in money. And your parents will say, finish your food because all the starving children in, in Africa. Yeah. Or in the Philippines. Yeah. <laughs> so right. let's let, get into it. Let's start with... Let's dig in. Yeah. How did you guys like sleep? That That's a big issue for me. How was the sleeping situation in your household when you were younger? Like, let's say like seven, eight years old. So I shared a room with my sister Okay. until it was like, I don't know, 12 okay Ish. nah younger young, uh, older no younger so probably uh, like seven eight like around there yeah and then my other sister and my brother moved out and then we could get another room so she had hers and i had mine but we had a two-story high bed how you call them like bunk a, bed yeah uh, a double decker bed yeah a double decker no no that's a bus bitch um <laughs> <laughs> no um yeah a bunk bed <laughs> a bunk bed but from hers it was like around the corner so you had the longer part was the was the bed yeah. And then you had like a little extra area for another like small mattress where you can put like other stuff. Like our CD, like radio was there. So they had like a little leisure area. Or... Yeah, exactly. Oh, and hers, okay. like she was the, the one on top and I was the one on the bottom. So her was... <laughs> so her, <laughs> does that say something about you? Hers had like a little, had a little slide. Oh, there what? There was a slide going down. Yeah, it was pretty wow. cool. It was like a little like pirate ship with a slide. Oh my gosh, y'all had the coolest bed. And then, yeah, it was not a pirate. It just had a slide. But mm -hmm. it was, like, super cool. 
And then when she moved out, I got my own bed. Yeah. And I was like, regular bed. Like a bed. Yeah. Funny that you say this, like this moving out. That's like part of your traditions here in Germany. Like it's, it's a culture basically. When you get to reach a certain age, there's kind of pressure on you to move out. And not even put by other people, by yourself. You want to leave. Yeah. You have to like start your own life. Yeah. Obviously you start with a shitty apartment. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're lucky. Yeah. You don't have to, but... um Your apartment's pretty nice. Yeah. yeah that's your too. first one. Yeah. yeah. But it's also like in a... Uh, like uh, reduced cost whatever you call them like it's a it's a community home sharing thing shit I don't know like yeah I don't yeah know we don't know the word how we do look you, it up how do you translate that um, assistance where you at so after the bunk bed I went to the normal bed and it was a, like a mattress and it was off the ground so I don't know if that's important but you didn't <laughs> no. have like you know there's like people that nowadays like hipsters make like pallets like the one you stack items on or goods I, I triggered. Okay. They 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 do four pallets and then stack two of them and then they put a mattress on it. Yeah. And my head like regular like an IKEA bed. Okay. Like your. Gotcha, gotcha. Pretty gotcha. standard. Yeah, and the funny thing is, beds in Germany are like firm. That's that's something I had to get used to moving here. I was so used to um really soft mattresses, the ones where when you lie on it you sink. Oh, I'll break my back. <laughs> I get back pain because yeah. I'm so heavy. Yeah, I, I my my head's like I'm sitting down mm. and my head's bent so much because my obviously my back and my butt and my legs are heavier. <laughs> okay, okay. And then I just like like I'm sitting like I look out like wait. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's better for your back, right? Like um, medically, it's it's proven. You should know this. Like, have you asked your 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 mommy and daddy? How wait, what's this? better, the soft or the hard? The firm ones. Yeah. Because it's better for your back support. Exactly. That's why I have them. Yeah, I got used to that too. I mean, honestly, when I look back, when I was young and I slept at my grandma's house, we had like a bamboo floor that we slept on. And we just put a woven blanket underneath that bamboo floor. And it was like hard. It's like wood. And it's strips of bamboo. So you could legit see through the bottom and like look at the earth underneath. So you could see that. And I got used to that. And in our own house, we just had one bed and we all slept in it together because we had like a a one bedroom house not more than 15 square meters uh, and we would all sleep together in the bed and the funny thing is on weekends i was like i was such an attention whore i swear to god i would get my parents while they're cooking breakfast for us i would like pretend to fall off the bed i would like roll out of the bed and like make a noise like like this and then i'll be like oh so they thought i mean now i'm revealing this shit they didn't know this They thought I'm just that bitch that's falling off the bed all the time. But what they didn't know is I was actually just rolling off just to get their attention. So they lift me up and be like, hey, Johnny, good morning. Oh my gosh, I was, I was a little diva, hey. You were? <laughs> well, realizations. Nowadays, like when you live like in a shared apartment with like five of your colleagues and just like roll out the bed. <laughs> do you still do that? No, I don't do that. <laughs> be so, like in a VG, whatever the egg is that? Um, uh, Co-living? <laughs> Like, uh, like a shared apartment, yeah. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> just roll out the bed every morning and walk. I'm like, oh my god, John, what happened? John, you're 26 years old. Sometimes they wouldn't hear it, so my bitch ass would like legit <laughs> slap everything. <laughs> I would hit the floor harder. Like, I would do it again. And oh no, he fell twice. <laughs> they never noticed too. Like they thought I was just rolling off the bed. Like that was just my sleeping pattern. Uh huh. Yeah. So listen up. <laughs> What? 
What? Wait, so when you moved into that apartment, when you all slept in one bed, yeah. did you already have siblings then? No, my brother was just about to be born. Because I, like, I was five when he was born. Oh my gosh, and I was there. Like, he was born in the same bedroom that we slept in. Because the nurse or like the... the um, what do you call the person that... The... Birther? <laughs> she was not a doctor, I'll tell Birth you this. helper? Yeah, she was not a doctor. She came there and like... I the had, lady. Yeah, I had to stand outside the room or like sit outside the room because my granddad said, no, you should not watch this. <laughs> Did you fall off the chair when they were in there? <laughs> no, that was my brother's moment. I didn't want to take it away from him. But the funny thing is, yeah, I could hear my mom legit screaming and like kicking and like she kicked the freaking. Uh... <sighs> There's a fucking name. But, like the words are, are missing today. The lady. Yeah, the lady. The, the helps giving birth. Uh, this, it starts with an M. What is maternal? The word? Yeah, helper, yeah, like a, like a... maiden. <laughs> Let me Google this. Mummy. Uh, person. Uh, what is the person who takes care? You're of such an eloquent baby. Googler. Oh. I would just type in like person helps giving birth, and you're like, what is the? Excuse me, Google. <laughs> what is the name of the person that takes care of the baby after the birth? It says here a birth attendant. <laughs> Girl, not a birth attendant. Like, it's a flight. Yeah, it's a flight attendant, but just giving birth. We'll call her that. So, the birth attendant. No, so, what I'm what I'm asking is... Okay. If... Wait, you moved in there when your mom was already pregnant. We lived there. We had our own house, but, like, um, there was a certain point where I remember we would, like, go to my grandparents' house. Yeah, they had, like, really wooden floors. That's why I could recall this memory, because I always had... They made me take naps all the goddamn time. <laughs> and I had to sleep on that freaking bamboo floor. Not that I hated the floor, but I hated naps. So um, do. I love it. <laughs> I hate them. Uh, yeah, I, I did a complete 180 on that one. <laughs> I'm team nap now. And then, yeah, at home, we had a bed at least, but it was very firm, and it was, like, passed down. Like, we took it. We didn't buy it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um... What was I saying? Basically, the, my brother, my brother's fucking birth. <laughs> he was born at home. And the anesthesia that the birth attendant, like, put on my mother did not work. Apparently, that was expired. So my mom didn't feel, or like, felt everything. So that's why she kicked the hoe a few times. Because just imagine, like, pushing, like, a, a human out of you without any kind oh, of pain yeah. reliever. Yeah. And I just remember all of the things that happened in our life happened in this one room <laughs> the birth the death the goddamn the, the family dinner <laughs> it was all in that same space and um it sounds rough here and i think there are people who probably can't imagine that because obviously you guys here in germany there's even a legal amount of square meters per person that's required right yeah we don't have that shit. <laughs> we don't have that shit. but you have the outside where you can always go because it's always warm in the winter you can't go out like and just sleep Yeah, but as you previously mentioned in our episode, we got mosquitoes, bitch, and we're not trying to fuck with those hoes because they're going to start biting and giving us malaria. But what I was trying to say, and if you're free to cut it out if you need to. Okay. So your brother was born in that room, but how did the stuff before that happen that led to it? If you all slept in the same bed. <laughs> Girl, I don't want to know. Thank God I never caught them doing nothing like that because I don't need to see it. Uh, but, okay, moving on from birth and... <laughs> And the family room. I want to ask you then, how did you view your family as a kid? Like, did you have a positive, like, kind of, oh, my family's beautiful, we're, like, all together. How was your perspective on 
what family was? Um, I obviously had a very, very positive image of the family because yeah. I had friends and you had family and that's like two different worlds, but both are interesting and both are there to, I mean, when you're younger, obviously you look for people to play with and you look for people to give you attention if you don't have to fall out of bed. I have a brother that's 15 years older than me, so he's the first one, I'm the last one. So I always wanted his attention. Um, like you, I want to play soccer with him or did whatever he did. So I always looked up to him, and he obviously didn't want to have anything to do with me because I, I was the annoying kid. Legit or like no, you're joking? Okay, it's not, but not as much attention as I hoped mm. when I was a kid, which is not not bad. It's it's obvious because I could never understand if I asked someone if he wanted to play football with me, and that person said no. I could never understand that. It's like why would you say no to something as fun as that? Yeah. Like now I understand like okay first of all playing with kids you can't play 100% you always have to you know let them play a little bit and then let them score a goal once in a while and I you have do to that. yeah because you suck at soccer <laughs> I won't do that I play 120 you suck at football that's why your 110% is still like a kid's level you never went against me I will own your ass you know my feet are skilled That's I'm all I gotta say. 100%, 1000% sure that I could beat you. You ain't gonna do shit. Okay, so <laughs> that, um, obviously that was him. That okay. was my sister, was remote, like almost my age. And we played a lot together. We did like a lot of stuff together, obviously. When we came home from school, elementary school or high school after, we always like came together and um, we're sitting on the TV and watch TV and then we prepare food or like my mom prepared food, we just had to reheat it all that stuff we did together and then we had my grandma living with us many times she cooked or my mom cooked and so was family come together at some point and at night and yeah i have a very positive image of it that's so good you grew up in a healthy household there was no like and it, of course there's always drama but like nobody was abusing anybody or something like this which is good this is what we want not that i know of yeah if they did then they got away with that shit so because yeah. leo didn't notice and he's a very observant bitch so no, he's not <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's for sure not <laughs> and how did you talk to your parents like were you close to them you like, said sir ma'am <laughs> did you see no, mom your, did. Your, no. did you use the formal you to your no, parents but no but it was like uh, I, i mentioned before already like a long long time before i like saw mis like even noticed a mistake that my parents made Okay. Because they were always obviously the parents, and they everything they did was right. And now nowadays, when you make just everyday choices, yeah, I have to go to the supermarket now. An adult choice. Hmm. As a kid, for me, it was like, well, how do they know that they have to go now? How do they have that? Can they make that call? Because <laughs> there are so many things, and like, why would you leave now? And then I thought about that, and that is like a long time before I ever like noticed myself take the my parents out of that image of the people that can't fail anything yeah and saw them as humans that took like till i was like 14 or something like a long time or like 12 maybe no for that not a long time 14 girl for me i mean that's 21 <laughs> i mean i always saw my mama's what you just said like flawless ultimate human parent standard you know Because she did just so much and she accomplished so much within our family. But I definitely didn't have like that connection with my dad, unfortunately. And uh, I guess we grew up in a good household because we were taught love and all of this. But I think 
how I grew up wasn't optimal, I feel like, because there was just so many things missing, like resources and all of this. Not saying it's not possible. I mean, you can see, bitch, I'm here now. An iPad. <laughs> An iPad. I had that at like 16 <laughs> when, we, when we left the, the projects. But yeah, it was just so different for me because I can just imagine like, when you tell me stories about your family, I think that's so nice. When everything went right, you know, like it's, it's what it's you would wish. Everything went right. It's just, I mean, you deal with stuff different, I guess. And we had obviously different resources, like no shit. But it's not that everyone, I think, always goes right. But the stuff that I tell most likely is only the positive stuff. Yeah, because that's just, the way we work. Yeah, but wow. Okay, tr totally, <laughs> totally. It's only the positive stuff you tell. Not only, but <laughs> you always go into like emotional stuff. And, like you would like say, okay, I had like a deep conversation with my mom, and she didn't understand what I was saying. And my example would be like. I had a soccer game that my dad drove me to and it was like a nice thing, I guess. Accurate, yeah. No, but I was saying like my mom had to leave all the time like because she was working somewhere else and you had both parents and it's like, it's just nice. Like that's how I would picture if I were to build a family, I would like that for my kid to have like a, both parents and both like attentive to the kid, you know? <laughs> it's so dramatic, but it's just like, it's beautiful. Dancing and, all the time. Yeah, like eating together. Like, how did that look like? When you guys ate at dinner or whatever. Like, you guys all sat together and talked. And what, what is the German way of, of eating um, together? It was normally that we had lunch together, not dinner. Okay. Because, you know, you always have, like, the one... Normally, the one warm meal a day. So, you start with breakfast, which is, like, bread or whatever. Or cereals or something. Yeah. And then you have lunch and then you have dinner. For me, lunch was the warm meal, like the, the big meal. Like that's where you eat like the, the pasta and or like anything warm, anything cooked, anything prepared. And at night, like at dinner, it was only like bread or something not big. Okay. I didn't eat two warm meals a day. And so at lunch, it was normally me coming from school with my sister and either... Later on, when we moved, it was like 11, 12-ish, we had like dinner with my dad and my mom. And before that, we normally, or lunch, like, like 2 or 3 o'clock, and before that, we normally had lunch, my, me and my sister had lunch together because my mom prepared it. And then we sat like in front of the TV and watched, and then the, the weekends we had like all together. Sometimes, depends on my sister and brother were there. But how were the dinner table, like conversations, like the etiquette, you guys did like... Everyone gets a portion. Like that—that's what's interesting to me. How does it no, work? No, it's like on the table, and everyone treats themselves. Okay, like, okay. Not prepared portions that, that like like not neatly arranged. Yeah. I mean, depend on the on the occasion, I suppose. But normally it was pot on the table or yeah. like two or three like potatoes and vegetables and the meat or something. And then you just like, get yourself something and then you eat. And then you talk. No limits. Go in. Get as much as you want. If you can, if you want another plate, you get a, you get another one. Yeah, I suppose. Okay, cute. I mean, till it's gone, then it's gone. Yeah, with us it was the same, but we always had rice because you know us. Like in every meal, we have rice. So the yeah, yeah. the pot of rice is the staple. You of still the, do. Yeah, well, not for every meal, girl. I'm trying to watch my. <laughs> just kidding. I still love my rice, but every meal for us is rice, and then it's always just like the the other dishes that you eat with it that determines what meal it is so for breakfast we would have eggs we would have like corned beef something like this like and then for lunch it's always like a soup 
kind of dish or like a um, a stew, something like that, for dinner as well, whatever left over of the day. <laughs> but that's the thing. We use our hands very often in the Philippines when we eat. You guys obviously oh, we use, use like fork and knife. Yeah, or, or a, spoon. a spoon. Yeah, for for me, I always or use a spoon for a uh, for uh, rice. Like whenever I go to somebody else's house and they put like knife and fork, I feel like it's so cute. But then I'm just gonna be like, "Do you have a spoon? Can I just grab it before I like ask you during the meal?" Because for me, it's just ease of um, eating. You can just grab so much with you the spoon. You just scoop it in. Yeah, it's like feeding time then. <laughs> With a fork, girl, you gotta be so delicate. Like, if I'm outside and I'm like at at a dinner with someone, then yeah, I will use the fork and knife and and like be the gentleman that I I can be. I mean, manners were important at my my house. Like, we were told manners. Like, you yeah. eat with fork and knife, and you like don't put your elbows on the table, and you yeah, that was a no go as well. Yeah, we couldn't do that. all that stuff. But normally we had like you know a, a set like a, a th- something that you put under your plate. Yeah. To, to like I don't know what it's called placemat a placemat yeah mm-hmm. we had those and we all had our, our own little serviette mm, napkins Nap- Jesus Christ my English today is flawless of course um, <laughs> napkins with our, little, with our little names on it um, oh that's good yeah and then we ate so I it's, it's so long ago I mean you put me on the spot right now but it's been it's been what tw- 14 years since we had like we lived in that old house with the big table and then we moved with only f- four people so that was only my sister my mom my dad and me okay and what were the activities you guys did as a family like typical activities that you guys did together all together you know, I, watch I can tv start. at night yeah. i can start to inspire you so okay. we we watched like um movies together like at my cousin's house we like went to the park we went like in the evening we would go like to just the little sightseeing places in our in our little province and then we'd eat like street food and things like this and <clears throat> i don't know to the beach at six in the morning on the weekends yeah and like that was really fun because when we did when we did stuff together i mean we have a big external family yeah so yeah we don't when when you invite the cousins like grandmas and grandparents and like all the uncles that ends up being like 40 hoes at least so it's always like a really big party so i got so used to like being around so many people i mean if we are extended family i only know a couple of them yeah but there's like my core family plus four people mm-hmm. but my core family is like 15 people okay like 17 now i think depends on how many Aww kids are like on the way and, and, and born and ready you know yeah um so for that we were very i was very sport focused no shit um so there was always i had always said practice at night or during the day or during like the afternoon yeah you're busy so kid. we only came together like at night yeah at like six to eight or like seven to eight o'clock and then there was like the the news from eight to eight fifteen, and then we watched like a movie or something yeah depending or like a sports game that was on um on the weekends we normally had breakfast together like a bigger breakfast we still do i love it like i'm like such a breakfast person still and just like hung around for like till 12 o'clock or something from like 9 to 12 and then you went your own way whatever you want to do and we had dinner on weekends normally together or lunch but apart from that we had vacation together but I had like soccer games on the weekend, so one had to go with me, and my sister was uh, horseback riding. That's that's so. There you go. That's a difference because 
<laughs> Not like horseback riding. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, yeah, I'll give you that. No, but like, bitch, we don't stupid. got that. We don't I, got that. I hate horses. I hate <laughs> like. I don't hate horses in general. Uh, first of all, I think that these creatures are not made for for what they're used for. I mean, they're working animals or they're like running. They should be like out there. Yeah. But that dressage stuff, for example, where they like tap on the on the one spot and then move that certain way. Like I don't like I don't run that way if I don't want to run that way. I mean, running fast with a horse, jumping high with a horse. That's things that they should do. Yeah. But all the other stuff, cut it out. Like yeah. that's stupid. So mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of it. Plus the horses can hit hard. Like I'm afraid of those things. They're big. They're they're strong. You can't. And you know I just keep away from them. Yeah, I just remember in the Philippines, because whenever we watch these teleseries, these like telenovelas and TV shows, every time there's a scene for some reason, horses were always part of these TV shows. I don't know why, and a bitch always riding the horse. And every time she falls off the horse because somebody shoots a gun or something. <laughs> The bitch gets blind at the end. And I just thought, like, as a kid, oh, that's what happens when you fall off the horse. You go blind. And then as I grew up, I was like, bitch, that's not accurate. Like, how not you... Only, like, one in three goes blind. <laughs> but I don't get this connection because every TV show I feel like I watched when I was a kid with in, in the Filipino, like, channels. Filipino Bogotá's channel? <laughs> Those ones. Coming up. <laughs> it was just like everybody went blind after falling off the horse. That makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> Such a thing in the Philippines. The logic, like girl, it was missing. Like, <laughs> and they were probably like super hot too. Like everyone in the telenovela was like super hot, yeah. and then they went blind. <laughs> so I was like so confused. Like as a kid, I I accepted it. I was like, this is a natural phenomenon. If you fall off the horse, you go blind. Because the horse kicked you in the eye. <laughs> Girl, there was not even any kicking involved. She just fell. And it's like, wouldn't you break your back before you go blind? But anything else, you fall from that high, you don't go blind. Like, <laughs> if it's a, it's a horse height staircase, you fall off, you don't go blind. But if it's a horse, eyesight's gone. Like, yeah, to the Filipinos listening, y'all please answer me this question. How did this come up? Who, who came up with this narrative? Why y'all hating on horses? <laughs> Why would you even get on a horse if everyone goes blind from falling off it? it was just Why would yourself much. put at that risk? Like, <laughs> Just do something much. else. Just ride a motorcycle and break your leg, but don't go blind. Speaking of fucking motorcycles, oh my god, I got into a motorcycle accident with my dad, and it was just only like a legit 20 meters from my house. He was driving the motorbike, and I was at the back, you know, just chilling with my with my school backpack. And then suddenly, I was talking like scooter or Harley Davidson. No, girl, no, <laughs> like a broke motorbike that has been fixed up for the last five years. But like goes fast as like 30 kilometers an hour yeah okay. like this and it's it's really rough it's like you know it's like grr, 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 yeah, grr. Okay. yeah you gotta like pump it up before you start because otherwise that bitch will like implode on itself uh anyway and like we just got out like not not even a minute out of our house my dad like runs over a little kid and the, the freaking motorbike flips over and i'm over here on my back like oh what the fuck what happened <laughs> how did you john i want to know your secret how did you keep your eyesight <laughs> Well, I wasn't on a horse, though, so... It's a miracle. <laughs> I wasn't on a horse, so it didn't work. But this that way. thing you wore on has horsepower. Yeah. But I didn't even have a helmet. That was really bad. I didn't have a helmet. This is shit, like... I'm, I'm like, highlighting the flaws of my <laughs> my country's logic sometimes. Yeah, the kid got ran over. I don't know how my dad didn't see that, but the kid was really small, I must say. So he probably, like, ran real quick. And then... Yeah, so what I had to do was walk back to my home. My dad had to take the kid to the hospital... And like, so you took your spot. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> he didn't even call any. I think he called the tricycle. We don't call an ambulance because that that costs money. So at that time we were broke, and I just had to walk home and be, with my like roughed up knees and my back like oh thank God I had a backpack with like thick ass textbooks because that that protected me. You got saved by knowledge. <laughs> hey, <laughs> education saved you, John. <laughs> Yes, thank you to to all the scientific uh, people that came before me. But you, know, you said it was only like 20 meters from your home. Yeah, so but so quit bitching. Bitch, I was seven years old. Oh, I'm, like, and you get me to walk. Like, I just wanted to go to school and kill this mathematic test. And like, you get me to like come back home and be like, oh, my back is fucked up, and I can't even do nothing. I like, I think my um my cousin gave me some ice. Like, and then I just had to put it on my back. And I was like, man, just ordinary day in the Philippines. God damn it. Just a little pat on the back. Is it better now? <laughs> Well, where were we? We were on traditions. So uh, for us, one of the biggest traditions is obviously religion. And we went to church every Sunday, like religiously, sometimes twice a day. And the, the early mass and then the night mass with my grandparents. Catholic or? Um, yeah, Catholic. Yeah, mm -hmm. Roman Catholic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was cute because in the Philippines, when you do that kind of stuff, it's nice. Like, I love going to the church because we there's like little stands outside the church where they're selling like snacks and stuff. Ooh. And like popcorn. <laughs> Things like that, yeah. Like, look. What is he gonna do now? <laughs> yeah, and like dirty ice cream. I don't know if you know. Do you know what dirty ice cream is? Dirty ice cream. Yeah, it's if not it false. <laughs> no, it's not. Like, not. It's not a literal term for the ice cream. It's like it's what it's called, but it's not dirty. The ice cream is kept frozen through the chemical process of the ice, and then you put salt on the ice so the ice doesn't melt. Do you have you have you done that in chemistry class? Like, if you put salt on the ice, it like doesn't melt. So if you cover it in salt, the ice stays frozen regardless of the temperature. It's like something with induction. It works, okay? Science, <laughs> we bitch. We tried it. <laughs> yeah, science, oh. So it stays frozen like that, and then the ice cream is able to be transported throughout the day without it like going running. I see a little flaw in that method. What's Would the, the ice cream be super salty then? <laughs> no, no, no. The ice stays at the bottom. Like, it's separately contained. The, the ice-salt mixture is like just underneath it, keeping the thing cold or like around it. And then the ice cream it comes in tubs that you put on the... Ah, okay. I thought you put literally put ice, like salt on the ice cream. Girl, no. Then that's not even ice cream no more. That's like a fucking ice smoothie, like with salt. Okay. <laughs> no, th that's how they kept it cold. It's just the process. That's why it's called dirty ice cream. Because you could just get normal ice cream, but bitch, we too broke for that one. So I just love getting that all the time. And they had like really cute, like Filipino flavors, like ube, which is like purple yam and like cheese, which is for me was a luxury because cheese is not something we, we would usually have. It's, it's not a staple food in our culture. Uh, yeah, but like a cow is a thing there in the Philippines? Yeah. Like you have like big cow, cow farms and stuff. No, the, you even like in the marketplace when I was growing up, it's limited the amount of meat you can buy because they would only have like a certain amount and if it sells out then you will not get that meat that's probably like a super stupid question but i'm still going to ask it you know in, in india cows are, are sacred mm -hmm. so you like the mcdonald's there doesn't have beef but pork for example or chicken yeah but is milk and cheese a thing there yeah we have milk not as often as you guys have here like we sell them definitely like by the bottle in the supermarkets and stuff but cheese i never saw it as much like you guys have such a a big cheese culture here in Germany. Well, with us. you're intolerant. <laughs> kind of, yeah. My, my genes like fuck with me with that. Well, everyone there. Like only middle European, central European people are not lactose intolerant. It's like a super low percentage of people. Yeah, but the problem is 
if you expose yourself to it, you your body adapts to it. Yeah. Like, even though you can't digest it, you just like you gas it out real quick. Yeah. Like, the whole day basically. Yeah. That's fucking nasty. Y'all hoes need to check that shit. But, okay, so but cheese obviously because it's not like a because we have a lot of land here, which is just cows can like stand on it and eat the grass. Yeah. And you don't really have that kind of land. No, most of the meat I think, if it's fr- coming from our province, yeah, it's. Gr- it's very limited then and if not then they ship it from like the capital city probably where i don't know where the fuck they get and they meet it's probably factory farming as well for another episode we'll talk <laughs> not not right now but yeah like going to church was always so nice because we would then go out for a meal then and that was the only time where i could eat something that wasn't home cooked sometimes like maybe once a month or once every two months like we could go to like a fast food restaurant and that was such a highlight for me but, like i don't know if you know jollibee no in in the philippines you know mcdonald's is obviously number one worldwide when it mm-hmm. comes to fast food no it's not subway is well like because subway like does like healthy fast food whereas like mcdonald's does okay, the cheeseburgers yeah. and shit like this yeah where with us jollibee beats mcdonald's it's our number one okay and he's like a, a fat bee with a big butt basically nice and i love his bitch ass chicken because ass. <laughs> yeah it's so juicy and the, the spices they use are so different like kfc got nothing on jollibee okay but Whenever. Well, KFC got nothing on no one, honestly, but yeah. Oh, okay. Hayden, sorry. Popeyes is your thing or what? Yeah. Okay, or work, work. Recess is in Berlin, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, so Jollibee was my shit. And whenever we would go there, it was such a fucking event for me. Because I could order, like, the spaghetti, like, the fucking chicken. And but did spaghetti in a fast food restaurant? Yeah. If, if you go to McDonald's in the Philippines, the menu is completely different. There's rice with everything. Um, They got burger steaks. They got, like, spaghetti. They got, like, the menu is so different. You, I can't wait to show you. It's oh, on a... I'm ready. <laughs> it's on a Filipino taste bud level when you go to fast food places there. Is it spicy? You can choose. There's a spicy and there's, like, a regular... Which fast food, like, chains do you have? Jollibee, Jollibee, McDonald's, McDonald's, Burger King, maybe? In Manila, not in, in my place. But we have so many, like, shakies you don't... I think that's an American one. Do you one. have Taco Bell? I don't think so. Oh, no, we fuck. don't have that. We have other shit. Like, but those two are the big ones. McDonald's and Jollibee. Okay. We have Chow King. That's a Chinese one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, a, f- a fun thing that I had, like, when I was in America, they tried to explain... Or before that, we had, like, a little intro um, thing with the company that did the exchange here. And they said, you know, church is a whole different thing there than here. You know, you're in church a lot of times and, like, church groups. It's like your community and you meet other, like, people in your age and just hang out every Saturday, Sunday. You don't necessarily do, like, church stuff. You just hang out and just play together and whatever. And so they try to explain church to me there because I'm, like, not religious at all. My family isn't either. Mm. We went to church once a year, Christmas. Christmas Eve, right? Yeah. And, you know, I stopped joining them when I was, like, 11. Wow, what did you do? Well, they, they gave me the option, like, do you want to go or not go? I was like, I'd rather not go because it's, like, not fun for me. It's crowded. I don't like to sing that stuff. I don't like, eh. So I was like, Should've me joined. and him, we cool. But, you know, not going to happen. So they try to explain to me, it's like going to the movies there. Okay. And that image kind of stuck in my head. I don't know why. But I, like, in my head, when you say you had, like, a little snacks and stuff, you, like, walked in. <laughs> And before you got in, you already started gossiping. What's gonna happen today on the next episode of God? (laughs) (laughs) Girl. Last last time he did that. Previously. And he parted the water. (laughs) What's gonna happen today on God? (laughs) Have your popcorn ready? Get to your seat. Lights go on. The next episode of Jesus. I think... (laughs) I think 
you have a false image of what church was in my country? Well, the snacks came after. I had to earn the snacks. Okay, you didn't bring them in. Like no, you're not allowed to do like that. The mass is holding, and then someone's like, <laughs> "You're not allowed to do, girl. That is blasphemy. <laughs> that is blasphemy, bitch. You don't do this." I'm sorry. I didn't mean it rude or anything, <laughs> but like, this image of like it's it's like going to the cinema. I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you know they have before the movie starts they have like prequels. <laughs> Watch out! Coming out October trailers. Luther. <laughs> Next year, be ready for Noah. Is he gonna make it this time, or is the ark gonna sink? Noah, please save me! No crocodile, you can swim. Gordon, <laughs> it's not like this. Okay, it's not as theatrical. Sometimes it gets pretty rowdy because the masses here work the same in, in like uh, the church because I've I been here know. a few times. Yeah, so you have the the traditional parts where you do the the regular prayers prayers of the day and things like this. But then there's this middle part called the homily where the priest preaches basically and says his interpretation of what the message of today is. And this part sometimes gets rowdy because he get, he gets us all included, you know, like and then he'd be like so we have like a like a sister act situation there. <laughs> no no we get out and say <laughs> I didn't go to that church. Some of my friends did and I went with them one time and I was a bit shocked because it was legit like sister act the whole time. Every five minutes there's a fucking intermission. And then I'm like, okay we gotta get up now and we gotta like do like the hand waves and like clap and like sing with them. And it's like my church was was low key. <laughs> was Can not I get it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my church was low key, and that's why we can't eat as well because we we take the the holy bread basically, the body of Christ. Disgusting thought, by the way. Stop it! I'm not, I don't want to do this because I respect at least the religion. I'm sorry, you do have to. Say... It's it's all me, okay? <laughs> I, I I gotta you know, give it up for John. He's he's trying his best to. <laughs> Because I'm just bad when it comes to religion. I'm sorry. I just take it as a as a joke sometimes. It's so fine, I'm sorry. But yeah, I can laugh at it. It's not a thing for me because I'm not. You don't have to agree either. with me. You don't have to agree at all. I mean, yeah. but drinking blood of Christ, oof, that's <laughs> a bit personal. Not the wine I want to taste. <laughs> you gotta take me out to dinner first, at least. <laughs> God, that's a kink. <laughs> All right, sorry. You eat the you, you break the bread. We had that once in when I was at church, but they have like little like crisp circle chips. versions of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that everyone gets real bread. It's like this little slice of like it yeah. says like eating paper. Yeah, it's pretty. It was like it got me through the hour because we go early and I like I haven't had breakfast yet because you're not supposed to eat thirty minutes. Wait, before. how much bread do you break? <laughs> it's, it's like a tiny bit, but when you're on like starvation mode after waking up, like. It's tiny, but like I said, you know, so traditionally we're not. You're not supposed to eat that. Like it's against our religion to eat thirty minutes before you get that little bread because when Christ enters you, <laughs> you have to be <laughs> empty enough to receive him. <laughs> okay, yeah, that sounds like. I get the point. That traditions you don't have to always ask where they come from. Just follow them. I get it. You gotta be empty if he enters you. <laughs> you probably have to cut a lot this episode. <laughs> work <laughs> i watched a documentary the other day about gay priests because mm. there are some and they're like like super religious and they're like so into it and they they're just having a, such a it's a bad time with the community not accepting them as someone who's like jesus christ ultra yeah. but gay I'll, I'll let you in on something very personal i wanted to be a priest when i was in high school you did yeah what changed my interest in men <laughs> I don't know, no, I just, I don't think I could do it because I thought, I thought being gay was a sin. 
or like I didn't agree with the lifestyle in a certain a lot way. of them did like they, they told their stories I'm sorry that I'm interrupting because yeah, no it's problem. like such a deep topic but yeah. a lot of them did they thought like it's a sin and they try to get themselves off it yeah and they took so long to like accept themselves because religion is such a big topic like if you have someone who's in the closet mm. and didn't come out yet and has a problem with coming out because of the society not accepting him even worse if yourself can't accept it I mean that's a big problem for everyone there but you know if you're so into religion they think oh, geez I'm doing something bad by just existing and having thoughts and that's such a that was such an issue for them for them to come out and they have like only in, in, in Germany even like since we're rather uh, I couldn't say that we're super liberal but we try they had like only some churches in Germany per town even the big cities where they're super liberal um, that accepted them only one Muslim church and some one Christian one and one Jewish one yeah there were examples crazy yeah for me it was just like a conflict of, of interest because I, I had crushes on girls as well like but I was more sexually attracted to to guys so I thought that was not gonna fly it's not gonna work and I constantly heard from like my support networks that this is not a way of li life plus the dress kind of dull <laughs> you can spice it up <laughs> I like the color <laughs> No, but it, I just thought it was maybe a solution for me so that I don't commit these acts. But girl, I'm way too far back. <laughs> I'm way too well, far out. I mean, I kudos to you that you're still like into religion and today still you're you're cool with, with God and stuff. So I'm, you didn't didn't fall off the path, even though you, you first thought that you were a sinner, but you accepted yourself and religion. But I have to say... I, I felt like I would have failed in both of those. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's not an exam. It's okay. <laughs> but like the way I talk about it, I try to be respectful, but I just have to release the statement that I'm not religious. Like I'm not. <laughs> God, my neighbors are rowdy today. <laughs> Maybe they're watching the game as well. The Maybe. football game. Ooh. Yeah. Don't tell me what's the score. But yeah, basically I can accept it because my mom is a very religious person and I see the beauty in it because faith is like something that can get people through tough times. But I also know that religion can be a source of a lot of misinterpretation and it can be the flame that sparks like war because people use it to kind of initiate a whole society to, to think, no, we're better or like we're doing it right and they're doing it wrong. We've seen it in history a few times, unfortunately, but I'm not religious at all. I yeah, just know the, the faith and I mean, we practiced it a lot. So I, I try not to be too disrespectful of what, what's happening in this. Yeah. They're verifying their actions with it. And that's where I'm not cool with it. I'm totally fine. I I watch people go away and back to religion in my life because I had people in my closer circle, I'd say, that were like me-ish, but like not in, in a very religious and preaching, living it out. They were like, okay, yes, I, I, I'm cool with something bigger than us being there. And then when the times got tough, they turned completely back to religion and were like, okay, God is my savior, God is my, my guardian, my angel, whatever. And they were like super, super into it because they got scared, obviously, because they were faced with death. Mm. So that's why old people turn back to, um, to religion oftentimes because they, they don't need it before, but then they need something to hold on that they can believe in, even though it's not proven or anything that you afterlife, whatever. But they hope for it so and that's like a nice thought of hoping okay there's something more so i'm totally cool with religion i don't want to like smash religion i'm just the people that do religion 
not the people that believe in but like what churches have done and stuff that's where my issues come in but right 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 and verifying obviously or justifying stuff with your religion okay i can kill this person because you know religion says it's fine which it doesn't <laughs> it does not it's like or like excluding gay people from doing stuff you know not cool with it either yeah i think it's just it's not i would not base my life on a book that's all i gotta say on that one i think it's on one book i think that was written millions of years ago no matter how sacred it is no matter who wrote that book i think it's just i don't think it's logical and i respect the religion and i people can believe whatever they want to believe so hell yeah that's the freedom that we have in this world may the force be with you um but i don't necessarily follow the scripture to the t talk about not following the script uh you have so many points written down there and we drifted off the second one of eight (laughs) Yeah, so we did traditions. I have also here. What were like the funniest memories when it came to family for you? Uh, it's tough because I was always the youngest one. See, I always have like the only fondest memories of it because I was still younger, so I couldn't understand adult humor, for example. But for me, like funny situation was obviously when we we're all together on the table, like eating and like having conversations there or jokes or vacations were fun. Yeah. Um, we we did like family vacations like once a year normally. Yeah, we tried at least. And that was like super, super fun to me because the other kids to play with. And yeah, I don't have like specific single situations that I thought like, oh, that's funny. Cute. But a lot of like just general life was funny because I was like a rather funny kid. Yeah. Not like being funny, but I was just like easily amused. <laughs> I'm still, I still am like yeah. fart noise. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's so easy to chill with you because you like, you're not difficult to entertain. <laughs> So, you know, if you leave me alone, I can entertain myself. I'm just happy with being by myself, but yeah. I'm also, like, happy with being around people. Yeah. And if you do a stupid joke, I might as well laugh at the stupidity of it. Or call out how stupid it is and laugh at the person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, there's, like, a bad joke on TV. Like, I watched Modern Family with my girlfriend yesterday. Yeah. And it was, like, a super stupid joke. And I was, like... <laughs> But, just, but I was just I, would, I, I thought it's it just funny because there's the, the situational humor in it and yeah. she looked at me like oh my god <laughs> you are a kid I was like hey that's you know never lose that yeah for me I just remember like so many moments with my my cousins oh gosh because I had so many <laughs> you know I, could you name them all right now <laughs> you know how many they are oh yeah I could name them I got like no but like, how many are there in total I think I have like 21 right now. You think? Around. See? No, See? Because one of them may have, may have been born yesterday and I didn't realize. Like, <laughs> little Julia, you know, maybe she just came out of the womb. She popped out. No, but... But you know that you're 20 or 21. No, last time I counted was 19. But I know two hoes were born in between the time I last counted and now. So that we're at 21, I think. Okay, so I know that I have two cousins. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but, but I, you know, I always already struggle with like the number of my family members. Okay. So two, four, six, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. So when we're all together, like the regulars, I think it's 13. Okay, cute yeah well with my family i told you one auntie just covers already half my cousins like um she has nine kids so she did work she is fertile bitch <laughs> she had to go on <laughs> menopause already damn like stop it auntie melda is enough she's doing it for the for the country for the working force for the labor of the country no but i love her and those cousins were the ones i had the most memories with because we lived like right next door to my my dad's dad so my granddad 
and I was the favorite grandson because I was always doing well at school. I was always like, um, what happened? Shut the fuck up, bitch. I was like, <laughs> I graduated with a good grade. <laughs> good you. Yeah, but um, what's it called? Yeah, I was just his favorite because I was like doing my thing and I had my like my bond with him. And obviously at that time I was like an only child with my parents whereas the there was times. there was already six of them and <laughs> and they were not always well trained like they'd be just like peeing on the on the sidewalk and stuff like pooping on the on the shit like <laughs> they were not well trained like they were just running around the neighborhood i'm not even going to trash them but no you're not <laughs> my granddad loved me so much like i was just his favorite and every time i would wrestle those cousins and like sometimes it goes to it goes to shit because when we wrestle it's not always safe that's why WWE says don't try this shit at home. You only do chokeholds. No. I was doing suplexes to these hoes. Mm. I was like, <laughs> I was legit doing like the, the, the freaking like... <laughs> German suplex? You knew I, back then? I didn't get to that part because that was dangerous. That's the one where you have to yeah, release yeah. them from behind. So yeah. I didn't do that. I did the front suplex. <laughs> and imagine we didn't have... <laughs> I was doing this sometimes on like freaking like blankets and stuff. Like not protected mats. And sometimes they might get like a little broken... <laughs> foot but there's, there's, honestly there was enough of them so if one or two get broken yeah who cares y'all know they got some they got some trauma because of me i'm so sorry guys like i fucked y'all up um but no anyway my granddad like always treated me so special and like whenever i'm with these these cousins every time i get in trouble i just ran to my granddad and then i'm out of trouble because he's like no it's you guys' fault like <laughs> that was really bad why did he do that then? you're so spoiled yeah and um <clears throat> obviously my parents didn't have so much money so whenever we had school fairs where maybe you had that too at school people come over to your class and then they sell like books or something they sell like children's books and they give you a catalog well we had that nope. shit we had for some reason we had fucking marketers come into our school <laughs> like selling us stuff <laughs> Just sign this two-year contract <laughs> of your subscription. It was at least educational. It was like children's books or even like more ad- advanced books, which those are the ones I really liked, but it cost a lot. Like, so you bought the, the Vogue? <laughs> no magazines, bitch. Not at that point. It was like novels. And I really loved reading at that age. Like I loved everything, like maths, all of this. Like That was my shit. So I bring home the freaking catalog and the, uh, the checklist because you have to bring that to school with the money if you want to get some of the books. And then I bring it to my dad and he's like, we can't afford it, bitch, we ain't got money. And I'm just like, oh, man. So I go to my granddad's place and then I give him the sob story. I'm like, granddad, you know what dad <laughs> just said to me? He said, I can't have this book and it's for my learning. And I like just want to read the book. You know, granddad, I want to make it. I want to make it someday. I want to become the best the best reader there is. <laughs> that was legit me. I played my thing. I did my thing. I was a natural born actor. Well, you know what? Worked out. Because <laughs> you here in Germany getting that high edu- highest education that Germany can give you. Hey. And where are them kids now that piss on the sidewalk? <laughs> well, all I gotta say is my granddad always had my back. I don't know if I had to cry, but he just like, he loved me so much. He was like, here's my 50. Just take it and just, just sign the thing. And like... Just, just go and like he was just so like no you're gonna get it you're gonna get the book okay you're gonna don't worry don't, don't cry don't cry please don't cry don't fall off the bed again <laughs> it was so like that memory for me will never be erased from my my uh, mind because my granddad has now passed away and moved on so these were the times I really treasured when I was young I got to spend that time with him yeah did you have any like like this 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 screaming attacks that like kids have when they don't get what they want that they like 
they fall flat on the ground and like beat the ground like ah, no, I want to get it I want to get it Leo, be honest I'm, I never had that thank, thank I goodness. never as a kid thank god me neither because dude you know how discipline works in my country right ooh to that <laughs> You know this is not gonna fly. Like, but that if I pulled shit like this, he would grab me by the t-shirt and be like, "Come here, mother. If when the minute we get home, you are gonna get the motherfucking stick. You're gonna get the broom. You're gonna get all the weapons in that house. Weapons. <laughs> it got not, not even weapons, like objects. <laughs> <laughs> Any object there is in our house. Yeah, it got so bad that like I think I told you this story, but I'm gonna just say it again. I got run over by a bike twice. And both times when I got run over by the goddamn bike, when I came home and reported it to my dad, my dad like spanked me and like, it's your fucking fault. I told you not to run in the street and like go. Should have gone to your grandpa, granddad's place. <laughs> he wasn't home. He was out playing like mahjong with his buddies. Okay, <laughs> like my dad was like, ah, you, I told you not to leave the house. I told you not to cross the road, and you got run over by a bike. <laughs> These were the memories that I never forget. Why were you that stupid? Just I was smart with the books, but sometimes I was just not a bit. <laughs> Can you obey rules? Well, the streets were kind of fucked, you know, like... He belongs to the streets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's that's my Filipino childhood. The talent. streets were his friends. <laughs> the shadows. I was born in the shadows. Well, that was good. Bane. That was accurate. Love it. Okay, fast forward to today. So as we talked about a lot about childhood stuff. How has your vision of your family changed now compared to when you were little? Well, now I see myself as a part of it, most likely. Like because I was when you're younger, you just the the you you view them as the family, yeah. And you pretty much, yeah, you're you're like a spectator. You're like passive, you, passive, yeah. You only play, and they are providing for you, and you're just you know they give you food, and you love them, and you know you're a part of it. And now you see yourself as someone that's. Um, contributing in whatever way you see like your position changed so yeah. when my brother got his first son you know my my older oldest sister was like the one that also could babysit and my parents already like they were asked my parents and now i'm old enough that they also asked me my girlfriend to like babysit the kids sometimes that's an example or i can cook for my parents and invite them over to my place Aww. like all that stuff that you're like an adult now and the family is like something that's like your your security net, like yeah. something you can always fall back on. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Yeah, you kind of just like went from like a passive role to an active role, but still the positive image of a family is still there, and you're not nothing's broken, which is good. Yeah, cute. That's nice. Yeah. So you're gonna ask me how it is for me now? No, I don't really care. Bitch, I'll slap your motherfucker. John, so fast forward. Nowadays, how did your image of your... Yeah, same question. What's up, John? Wow, very articulate. I love it. With my family, it's... Because I'm living away from them, that's also <laughs> different. I feel like I treasure those memories a lot more. Like, my mom always tried to get us to come together and have family events, go to the movies, things like that. And at that time, it was cute, but sometimes I was, like, a bit embarrassed, you know, like... Oh, my mom always wants us to do stuff together and I want to do stuff with my friends and things like this. And now, like, those are the memories where I thought, wow, my mom did really did great because I can look back at it and be like, we had such a good time together when we went out. She really made our childhoods and our experience as, uh, as her kids as beautiful as it could be. And I'm just so grateful. So, yeah, family is beautiful. And Trying I will to make never... your mama cry here? <laughs> she will always. It doesn't matter what I talk about. If I just say even, Ma, I made $2. <laughs> She's like, I'm so proud of you. I went to the bathroom and I pooped. <laughs> I'm so proud, 
How did it look? Was it healthy? <laughs> Growing up to be such a man. Yeah, that's my mom. Like super supportive. Like, but that's same. your mom yeah, too. Yeah, same my mom. Yeah. I love your mom's comments she, she, on she, our she, guys. She's so super supportive. All the time. She's so cute. She's yeah. so super supportive. Like my, my my whole family is though. Like they always like ask about, and I'm like bad at keeping in touch like with everyone. Yeah. We see each other a lot, which helps a lot, a lot. But I don't talk to my siblings on a daily basis. Because I'm like made that way. My girlfriend talks to them more than I do, because she's just like very attentive and very like into keeping up, and she knows stuff before I know. Okay. But when I see them, I I love to talk to them. I have like topics that I talk to them about, like that are the go tos. Like my brother, it's soccer, obviously, because we gotta catch up on that stuff. Love it. Um, and my my one sister, it's her new apartment, and yeah. Yes. So my other sister is having a baby any day so um i talk to her about <laughs> video games no i'm just kidding <laughs> well, uh, we always, and, and this oh, you know what i love you know there's with a bigger family there's always events coming up yeah there's always birthdays if it's not birthdays there's christmas coming up or there's like you can always find reasons like if it's any holiday like we're not religious but easter we come together and eat so there's always stuff coming up and with like 15 people if you count like you know there's 12 months so average 1.3 a month or something yeah so <laughs> good math good job i probably did math wrong but <laughs> it's fine I'll keep going 1.08 percent something <laughs> and so there's always something coming up which you can like cherish and have like together events like something to look forward to yeah and, and if not it's just like like a sunday like sunday meal sunday lunch then we just do it together so yeah, yeah since we're all close together in the same city and it works yeah, that's so cute. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, in these moments, like because we're recording this during Easter weekend, and these are the times, along with Christmas and those big holidays, where I have the, the longing for like family events. I mean, I talked to my mom and my brother and sister like yesterday for like well, hours. We had dinner. What the other day. Oh, stop it, Leo. Stop it. Yeah. Like a fam. Yeah, that's true. I love chicken nuggets. Chicken <laughs> nuggets is like my family. Who said this? <laughs> that's like a little kid meme. Okay, okay. I was like, like did, little, did Forrest Gump say that? Little big kid. <laughs> yeah, but what I wanted to like, yeah, say with that is that it's tough in these moments. I just want to be there. But I also like know that that was one of the sacrifices I had to make by going here. But yeah, that's so nice because I really think friends can become family as well and like i really really consider you as one of those people now oh i don't i'll never i'll never say it again so like yeah hold you're that. not part of my family but it's totally <laughs> cool that you think that i will fucking kill your bitch ass but oh, yeah you know me i can't take this stuff serious john yeah but um there are people like that in my life that like i've considered now kind of like my good support network here so that's also kind of replicates the the feeling but just you can't Oh, I miss these things that you, that you say, like Sunday dinners or Sunday breakfast. Like, that's so Sorry, cute. I didn't want to make you sad. But for everyone listening out there, consider us, Filipino Bratwas, <laughs> every Tuesday on Spotify, Apple <laughs> your family. <laughs> so you couldn't call me your motherfucking brother, but then you could say this shit. Everyone out Always there. Always slap your ass. Everyone out there is John's family. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I suppose John, like... He, he hands out family memberships <laughs> like he hands out flyers yeah. like coupons for McDonald's <laughs> yeah so watch out it's I'm... so easy to become part of John's family John Jesus. come into a neighborhood near you <laughs> that's what's up yeah so that's it we talked about family you got anything else to say before I close it out uh, I think 
I mean, family is, is nice. And if there's stuff that's not good with your family, family is always stuff you can fall back on. If there's like stuff happened, there's always a reason to like try to get it together again. So, you know, family is something that you can still in, in 20 or 30 years. You, you, I mean, I have this, this kind of romanticized image of at some point I want like my kids and my, my uh, siblings' kids to play together and grow up together. And we have like the, extend the family out because my parents had four kids, which means four of us. Average of two each is eight. And then, you know, it kind of gets bigger and bigger. I love big families. Like I, we don't have a, such a big family. That's the point. We have like a big core, but we don't have like a big around. Because I know people that have like 60 people in their family. Yeah. And we don't have that. My mom was the only child. My dad had one sister. So, you know. Yeah. But, you know, we're starting again with more people here, you know, from, from our, our, our route. That so, so you're repopulating the earth a lot. <laughs> no, repopulating okay. the clan. The know? clan, okay, okay. So um, that, you know, always try to at least, if it's, it's been a while, just catch up with your family. They, they maybe need it. Or they may be in a time where they cherish it or you can let the, let the old times stay in the past and come together again. I feel triggered, yeah. I should do that with some bitches in my family. Preach! <laughs> All right. So, I'll end it with this. From uh, Trent Lee Stewart, the author of The Mysterious Benedict Society. You must remember, family is often born of blood, but it doesn't depend on blood. Nor is it exclusive of friendship. Family members can be your best friends, and best friends, whether or not they are related to you, can be your family. Oh, God, I didn't know how much religion and gay sex had in common, but okay, work.